0: Farm Food Facts, where every farmer, every acre, and every voice matter. Welcome to Farm Food Facts for Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. I'm your host, Bill Lempert. Last week, 30 Harvests, the short film by U.S. farmers and ranchers, was released. It's a phenomenal video that takes a look at today's farmers who face the largest challenge of this generation. Creating sustainable food systems and solving climate change. Today, we're going to talk to the filmmaker, Jasper Klaus. But first, Aaron Fitzgerald, CEO of USFRA, is here to discuss. So, Aaron, tell me, why is this film important and what do you and USFRA expect it to do?
1: Well, I think, first of all, um, you know, quite often, Agriculture is not seen as a solution, in particular, our farmers and soil isn't seen as a solution. And we wanted to get the word out that, you know, plants and our soils have incredible carbon storage possibilities. And it's often um, a subject that you don't hear a lot about. Um, So we're really trying to get the word out that our our agricultural lands, our working lands, act as a carbon sink and um, can even be more impactful in the future if we work together. The second thing we wanted to do is really make certain that um, our, the hero of the story, uh, the X-Men, that our farmers are really um, untapped change agents in the conversation and are working every single day to really make our lands better, um, but often are left out of the conversation, um, and we want to invite the farmer into the conversation so those are the, the two main things um, that we're hoping that the film does through, through the power of storytelling
0: so you know the film is is just out a short time but what's been the reaction so far and what do you hope the reaction will be
1: you know it's been really wonderful we've seen a lot of farmers really identify with this um, you know you can see Jay and his family really you know, contemplating you well know, why am I a farmer and, and why am I in this business and there's this struggle, and yet there's this hope. Uh, and in particular right now in the agricultural community, that's a very real thing. And we're seeing that that this is touching a chord amongst many of our farmers, um, as well as this idea of, you know what, we are the solution. What if we really thought about ourselves as the solution? And um, so far, we've got over 300,000 views just in the farming community. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then this week, uh, we're really going to be promoting it um, broadly, more to the business and the consumer community. So we're hoping that uh, we see people, you know, put this on their employee website. Um, you know, many companies have uh, an internal page uh, where they can ask employees to go and learn. Um, we'd love to see this as part of that those efforts.
0: So what does co-creation look like and how quickly can it actually happen?
1: You know, it's already happening. Um, you know, in uh, June we brought together 100 leaders from across the value chain um, to honor the harvest event. Because um, if we only have 30 harvests left, we have to make certain that we're honoring <laughs> that harvest and yep. working together. Um, we believe that um, right now there's no place where the, a lot of the food makers, the brands, and the retailers and the farmers really get together to imagine. Sustainable food systems of the future in the next decade and what we can do right now to work together. So when we say co-create, we really believe that if we work together uh, across the food value chain, that we can make positive impact. And um, we have launched um, eight projects coming out of the Honor the Harvest Forum. Um, we, we're calling on all um, really willing uh, organizations to get together and help us get these projects off the ground. Because we know that there's a need to work together. Um, Our job as an institution is really, we call it to be the hive, where that the because it's a food organization, but the hive of collaboration, where we all come together and really work work together.
0: And what would you like to see the role for U.S. Farmers and Ranchers Alliance in this co-creation? Obviously, pulling together um, the harvest. Um, obviously pulling together these 100 leaders and, you know, managing the hive. But give me the 30,000, you know, foot picture of of what USFRA should be doing.
1: Yeah, we, we really think that there's a lot of great work going on. Um, and we want to make certain we're not duplicating work, but we're also doing, we say, co-creating. Um, there's a lot that we can do that's more impactful where we're lifting all boats. Rather than doing um, things as an individual organization on our on our own, when you work with partners in a pre-competitive format with farmers and retailers and brands, we know that we can create that forum um, to to do projects, to bring science to bear, um, to be better communicators. To, to you know, a lot of what I've heard, a lot of the brands and retailers want like they get a lot of questions on this stuff. Can you just train me? Can I talk to a farmer? Can we have those farmers? you know, call into my employees team meeting. So it's it's little things and then big things, you know, like I would say big thing is like, well, if we need to transform the act sector, how much money does it really needs to be flowing uh, into the sector if it's the least invested in sector? So um, what we're seeing is that um, we have these different working groups. We can, not our job is really to bring uh, and facilitate and keep those groups working together where everyone's allowed to bring in the best of the information they have and their projects, lift them up and see if there's shared synergies that we can all work on together.
0: So back to the film, why did you decide that a docudrama was the, the way to get this story out there?
1: You know, um, we, we've hired an amazing filmmaker, um, Jasper Klaus from uh, one camera. And um, we actually found him from um a film that he had done called the unsung heroes of science. And when I saw that film, you know, I kept thinking the unsung hero of agriculture in general of climate change is is the farmer. Um, And when I think about the power of storytelling, you know, in five minutes, you really see a lot of different messages um, and they're compelling. And I think that's also the format that we absorb information um, today Um, climate change is a very cumbersome topic. It's often presented as doom and gloom, Mm -hmm. um, and not a sense of possibilities. And we often don't talk about the people based movement behind these stories. Um, we tend to show ice caps or we tend to show polar bears or in reality, um, if we're going to solve this, it's going to take, um, people. And I can't think of a better sector that has amazing people. You know, three million farmers who are dedicated to stewardship and sustainability, who are who are walking the ground every single day, who care about this topic, and to think about them as um, motivators or change agents, or I say X-Men that have these untapped superhero talents that if we that could be called to action, um, and that the point of the film was actually to say like these are the guys um, that can do this. And um, just like X-Men, in in the movie X-Men, people don't really realize these other people's hidden talents, right? And what we're saying is that these farmers do have hidden talents that are able to steward and be able to do drawdown that the consumer and many of us might not have heard about. We always hear about Richard Branson, we always (laughs) hear about Elon Musk and all these new things that we might have forgotten this untapped potential that exists.
0: Well, Aaron, congratulations. Uh, 30 Harvests is, is brilliant. And uh, later on in the podcast, we're actually going to be talking to Jasper Klaus, the filmmaker as well. So congratulations and thank you.
1: I'm glad you're going to talk with Jasper. He's fantastic. And I hope people tune in. Thank you, Phil.
0: And now for the stories you need to know. University scientists call for unconventional collaboration in agriculture. Scientists from Iowa State University have called for researchers from various disciplines to turn their attention towards the urgent challenges facing agriculture. In a paper titled IDEA Factory, The Maize Genomes to Fields Initiative, Iowa State researchers stated that demand for food, feed, fiber and fuel will increase in the near future and the agriculture industry will need to collaborate with other disciplines to find innovative solutions. Carolyn Lawrence-Dill, a professor of genetics, development, and cell biology, says, We need to bring in people in sociology and business and philosophy and governance and all these places you don't normally think of when you're having a conversation about increasing yields. Lawrence-Dill also said that researchers tend to stay within silos with very few opportunities available to collaborate with others who work outside of their disciplines, and the paper calls for a heavier emphasis on connecting various silos that can help to address major challenges in agriculture. And on that theme of collaboration and sticking together, the meat industry is working together on sustainability. According to a recent release, the board of the North American Meat Institute unanimously agreed to make the environmental impact of meat and poultry production a non-competitive issue among members. NAMI is encouraging all companies to share sustainability best practices. The group said it will develop a list of advisors who can help producers with problems, and it has an awards program in place which acknowledges production plants with a strong environmental program. In the past, the trade group has encouraged members to work together on other issues. For example, the group took a non-competitive stance on worker safety in 1990, food safety in 2001, and animal welfare in 2002. Those previous agreements have led to reduced worker injuries, facilities producing more than 95% of beef, pork, and lamb following animal welfare guidelines and drastic reductions of pathogens such as E. coli, and Listeria on meat products. With more meat and poultry companies working together on sustainability efforts, this could have the same successful impact as the previous issues that NAMI determined should be non-competitive. Jasper Klaus is the filmmaker behind 30 Harvests and the founding partner of One Camera in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. One Camera is an award-winning creative content agency founded in 2008. The agency focus is taking corporate films of all kinds to a higher level by looking for the emotion behind the information and creating cinematic visuals. One-camera producers have backgrounds in academia and journalism, with a focus on creating intelligent, well-researched films, stories with substance. Klaus studied film and television at New York University and worked as an editor-in-chief for MTV Network in the Netherlands before founding One-camera. One camera produces films globally and specializes in three sectors f and a science and technology and finance. Jasper, thanks for taking the time to connect with us today. How much experience have you had in creating films for agriculture before thirty harvest uh,
2: we actually had quite some uh uh some experience filming in the agriculture sector here in the Netherlands uh we've done a lot of work for um uh the biggest Dutch Dairy Cooperative of Friesland Campina, and also the biggest Dutch agricultural bank and a host of other F and A organizations. So we've we've been on our share of uh, farms with the camera.
0: So what was the most challenging um aspect of Thirty Harvest being on a farm?
2: Filming on the farm itself wasn't actually that challenging at all, especially since uh, you know, Jay and his amazing crew uh were so helpful and uh, uh also happened to have a lot of sort of you know stuff and materials around the to sort of complement anything that we were missing or that didn't work out, or we didn't have a crane with us, obviously, so then they just hooked us up with a big sort of tractor with a to put us all the way up in the sky so uh filming on the farm itself was actually not a problem at all. I mean it was warm in southern Texas, obviously, but mostly the preparation up front uh that where we felt like we really got lucky. Getting to know Jay, because we had to do our our, our research up front from the Netherlands and try and find the perfect farmer in the U.S. I don't know the exact figure, but I think there's about two million. So we were literally looking for the perfect person amongst two million people on the other side of the ocean. So Mm -hmm. that felt like a daunting challenge. And then Jay came across and we're like, oh, we got this. He's perfect.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, not not only is Jay perfect, but the film. Um, the whole docudrama is perfect. I mean, the first time that I watched it, i mean it it was just so heartfelt and and just so meaningful that I think you know it it touches um touches everybody who's who's seen it thanks so much why Why did you decide that a docudrama was the most impactful storytelling mechanism for this very important topic
2: actually, a number of reasons first of all. Erin Fitzgerald from USFRA contacted us initially because she had seen another film that we made a couple of years ago for DSM called *The Unsung Heroes of Science*, which is also a docudrama. Um, so that was from the get-go kind of the the go-to format that we we're gonna uh, choose, merely because of that, because she really sort of got inspired by that that particular film. And then on the other hand, you know, we we. We really love this format um, because of its. We think it's 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 probably the best way to use, you know, the power of storytelling to you know elicit an, an emotional experience in the viewership uh, through film. Um, you can make documentaries, which are also you know a potentially beautiful format, but in this age of short content on the internet. And I think uh, a fiction form is more effective uh, in telling a story, more quicker, you know, quicker to the point. And if you combine the two in the form of a docudrama or like a drama documentary hybrid, uh, then you also get that touch of authenticity, which you know you tend to miss in more sort of commercial scripted commercial, uh, uh, films.
0: So you mentioned uh, the the prior film about the science community. What would you say is a consistent thread from that docudrama in science, and how can farmers be of help in in getting this message of thirty harvests across?
2: Well, one consistent thread is, of course, the sort of the you know the approach to the production. Uh, you know, finding real stories and then writing a script based on those real stories and having the real people and the real places in the film instead of actors and, you know, and, and, and casted locations. I think that helps to create a level of authenticity that really connects to the viewers. And then I think on a more sort of on a content level, I think a common denominator between the two films is the fact that there's this sort of inherent optimism, Mm -hmm. um, in those films that, you know, science and also perseverance, uh, can really lead to something that you know can lead to, can can help us change the world. You know, if we're gonna change the world then, you know, being smart about it and persevering and overcoming, you know, struggles, um, that, you know, that will in, in the end help you.
0: So, you know, you talk about the casting of, of Jay and, and Megan. I also think that you were brilliant in casting the desk clerk for the motel. I loved her.
2: Yeah, so did we. Um, That was an instant hit. Yeah, that was the only casting that we did. So the only uh, actor that we uh, and the uh, because Megan and Jay are obviously uh, you know the the actual farmers, but then she showed up on set. She told me she was from Texas, just like Jay. And then she said, "I grew up on a farm, and I've worked on a farm for a long time, and that's been my life for a long time." And I was like, "Wow, okay, so that's that's pretty perfect." You know, she, I guess she was also a, talented, a very talented actress, but I like to believe that you know her coming from a family of farmers might have just given that extra little you know spark to her performance.
0: So, Jasper, what did you personally learn from the message of Thirty Harvests?
2: Well, that's a good question. Um, as for the message of the film, what I learned from that, uh, I guess, already started before we actually went. Filming. Uh, and that started in you know, our conversations with, with Aaron and with the people at USFRA. I had never really thought or given much thought to the extent of the possibilities of how powerful agriculture can be in the fight against climate change and how smarter farming and you know intelligent new technologies in in terms of how uh in terms of irrigation and managing the land and crop cycles and and all of that stuff uh that seemed very interesting to me at the same time i was struck by the fact that you know almost half of the land mass in the us is farmland which you know for a small country like the netherlands that's not that impressive right i mean a lot of our land is farmland as well you know the the u s is massive, right so that that also includes like the rocky mountains and and at the same time uh, um, I'm not sure about the numbers Aaron will tell you that, but a large number of farmland is being lost every hour due to urban encroachment, due to just farmers giving up and all that stuff. And the fact that farmers apparently give up whereas there has never been a time where we need farmers more than now. That seems like the, like the kind of juxtaposition that just begs to tell a lot of stories about Because, I mean, even farmers like Jay, who's a successful farmer, right? He has a, he has a huge farm, a lot of people working for him. He's got beautiful equipment. You know, He drives a new pickup truck. Uh, there's, in that sense, there's nothing wrong with his business. But the fact that even he told us that every year or every harvest cycle, there's a moment where he's like, no. This is not a future. What am I doing here? This is not going to go down well for the next generation, so why don't I just quit?" And I mean, farmers are not quitters. You know, This is not like the farming type. And, this, and the fact that they're... And I met Jay, and maybe that's actually the answer to your question, like what I took away most from the production is farmers like Jay are so passionate about what they do, and they have such a good idea about what they're doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he's like and he constantly keeps pushing himself and improving himself, and you know he's successful at it, but still, a guy like him seriously considers quitting every once so often, and that's unbelievable to me because I mean he's running a successful business, he's good at what he's doing, and also it's very important what he's doing, yet still, the pressures are so high that he would consider quitting that's you know that's that's uh, uh, heartbreaking to me Uh, that's why we wanted to make this film and that's why we want to really get across like the, the pressures that come at you so to speak as a farmer
0: well yes for congratulations and thank you for for creating this fabulous film 30 harvest that really is going to change the way people look at farming and farmers so congratulations
2: Thank you so much. And uh, it's been a pleasure uh, being on the podcast.
0: Thanks. For more information on all things food and agriculture and to listen to our archives, please visit fooddialogues.com under the programs and media tab and visit us on Facebook at U.S. Farmers and Ranchers or on Twitter at USFRA. Until next time.